The Hill Country Patriot. Now, the first couple of Texas radio. Here's Bill and Allison Mencaro. Welcome back. I'm Allison. And I seem to be Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's 9.06 Hill Country Patriot time. And we have a very special guest in the studio today, Rich Paces, the uh, Kirk County Commissioner-elect from Precinct 2, who has come to talk to us about the upcoming bond issue that's that's on the ballot. And just as a little background on Rich, um, uh, as I say, he's uh, the Commissioner-elect uh, right now for Kirk County, uh, the County Commission. He's a volunteer fire de- uh, firefighter with the Center Point uh, Volunteer Fire Department. He graduated from the Ohio State University uh, with a uh, bachelor's in chemical engineering and a minor in petroleum engineering. He has over 36 years of oil and gas experience uh, working uh, the USA and many countries overseas. Uh, so he's got a lot of executive management experience and successful projects that he has uh, completed. And we're just very happy to have... Uh, Commissioner-elect Rich Paces, thank you, sir, for joining us. Thank you, Bill. Welcome. And Allison, hey, uh, I've listened to the show for a long time, and it's a pleasure to finally put a face, faces, to the voices. Thank you. So glad to be here. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. Well, the bond issue is coming up. It's going to be on the ballot. And most people think, oh, bond issue, what a snoozer. You know, I'm not going to bother to vote. You know, why should I vote on that kind of thing? Why, Why, just in general, before we get into the details of it why should we care about the bond issues well if you don't pay taxes you probably shouldn't but essentially they're asking for 27.5 million dollars which frankly i have no confidence that they can complete the capital projects for 27.5 million and look the timing is terrible we're in the middle of a recession we've got inflation at a 40-year high even barack obama said you don't raise taxes in the middle of a recession. And I think a lot of constituents or potential voters don't realize just how much this will raise their taxes. These things kind of get sold uh, yeah, I like thought, the, the Kerrville uh, well, I, safety I, complex. I thought a bond issue was when, uh, okay, the local government puts out bonds and they, you know, what a bond, I, the bond is a debt, it's an IOU, and we promise to pay and then people buy them, but we're not, we're not yeah, taxed for them. Isn't that quite work that way? Because really? you have to pay the cost of, of, of those bonds. You know, they, they're issued at a certain interest rate, which we don't know what the final interest rate is going to be yet. Mm. And funny thing, the, the Fed keeps raising interest rates. Mm-hmm. So whatever we said a year ago in terms of the tax implication, I'm sure it's going up. And, and I guess my biggest concern here, is that 70% of the proposed capital improvements are really wants rather than needs. And very little is safety related, as some people have tried to sell these things. So we can either do without, defer, or find grants and alternative sources of funding for projects that they have said cost $19 million. So 19 out of the 27.5, we can do without. Now the county should be scrubbing the proposed capital improvements, and remove all the nice-to-have discretionary items. And then, of course, uh, include only critically needed capital improvements, which I've done the analysis based on the information they provided me, and I did take the tour. Um, so I've done the analysis. I can justify $8.5 out of the $27.5 million. 
Now, look, I'm just going to say, as a former executive in the oil and gas industry, we had to manage our business through some very difficult times, multiple times, and I've had to make many difficult decisions. Now, we would never approve capital investments that weren't critically required during times like these. So I always ask myself, when any proposal was made, would I put my money into it Mm -hmm. for the company? And if I said, no, I wouldn't invest my money in this thing, well, needless to say, the project got shut down. And that's where I'm at on a lot of this work. But, you know, bonds definitely will significantly increase property taxes for everyone in the county. Except, of course, if you're over 65, you won't be paying for the bonds. And that's kind of a shame because you still get to vote. And so you can put that burden on those who are under 65. People under 65 would be paying more. Absolutely. I, 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 I don't understand... Um, the, why, why that is? Well, because if you're over 65, and an exemption. Yeah, you get a tax exemption I, from just voted new on taxes other than school tax. I didn't realize. Voted by I did, not, yeah, I did not realize that. The county votes on uh, the county commissioners vote on things like exemptions for over 65. Should we have that on property taxes? Um, uh, should we have certain exemptions for veterans? Certain exemptions for people who are left-handed? You know, things like that. Yeah. So, so look, so, so bonds are exempt. Yes, they are. Okay. And and I just turned 65 this year. So I'm personally exempt, but I ran on a campaign to <laughs> no new taxes, lower taxes if possible. That may not be possible right now in this environment, but boy, I sure don't want to see taxes increased for people. So we've got to find a better way to do this stuff. Um, you know, look at people who live in Kerrville. These county bonds now come on the heels of Kerrville's $45 million bond for a new safety complex. Well, guess what? That $45 million bond increased the average uh, increase for any resident in Kerrville who's a property owner, increased city taxes by 20%. Hmm. That's a big jump. Wow. One year. Wow. And it's going to stay there. Hmm. So on top of that, you want to put county bonds. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it may not be a 20% increase, but it's going to be significant. And then we have to talk about, well, supply chain interruptions, the lack of qualified workers which make project timing highly questionable. And, of course, delays increase costs. Construction material prices have increased more than 25%. Oh, for sure. And these cost estimates that are included in the bonds are dated. In my opinion, they're too low. And interestingly enough, from the February presentation that was made in Commissioner's Court, the, the, the costs have come down which is really hard to imagine in an inflationary environment. I'd like to know where to shop where the costs have come down. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So, uh, you know, then then you do have some other projects which have exceeded approved budgets. So I'm very concerned. And (laughs) the one I'm talking about, which no one really wants to talk about, is the East Kerr County Wastewater EDAP project. It was originally approved at $20 million and is now costing over $60 million. Of course, most of it is funded by the state and not the local taxpayers. But nonetheless, that's our money. Sure. And there are better things to do with that. Government doesn't have any money that doesn't take from you or borrow. (laughs) Those are the the main concerns on this. Now, I've I've done a detailed analysis uh, of of all of the capital investment projects and would be happy to go through that with you. 
Well, I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, us to do that. I think uh, what we'll do is, uh, Allison, you want to take a quick break before we do that? I think we'll take a quick break. Yeah, and come back, and uh, there are, there are what, three uh, bond issues yes. to be voted on? That's correct. And uh, Rich Paces, uh, county commissioner-elect for Kerr County, Precinct 2, uh, after the break, is going to come back and uh, break down, no pun intended, each one of those bond issues for us. We're, we're going to talk about each bond, A, B, and C, um, what they're for, how much they're for, and uh, his suggestion on what to do to make it better. One more song to get me down the highway Where I'm going, I wish to God I knew One more song Words and music of a lifetime One more song for you Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison, and we're with Commissioner-Elect Rich Paces, and he's going to be talking to us about the three bond issues, which are very important, and uh, you need to hear about it. Okay, Rich, uh, we... Before the break, we were you were giving us a general overview of these three bond issues. Uh, let's get uh, a little more details because people have to realize they're not going to just vote yes or no on one question. There are three questions on the ballot, uh, bond A, bond B, and bond C. Uh, so if you would, uh, just give us a thumbnail of, of each one of those. Sure, Bill. Look, uh, Proposition A is for a total of $13.685 million dollars or what's uh, described as courthouse improvements. But it all started with the unfunded mandate uh, to create a 12-man jury room. And, and clearly in the current courthouse, there's just no room to do anything. And when you say unfunded mandate, what does that it, mean? It means the state passed a, uh, a bill that requires a certain size for a 12-man jury room. You can't just pack them into a little cubicle. Hmm. Um, and, and we don't have that size available in the courthouse. So this is affects the ground floor courthouse. And uh, the solution, which I tend, I agree with it. I don't tend to. I do agree with the solution they've come up with, which is to move the county tax office to the new 600 Earl Garrett property, which is a block from the courthouse. Then, of course, they'll have to uh, remodel the courthouse to create that 12-person jury room. And there's a lot of other uh, remodeling. Uh, IT room needs to be expanded. And there's some renovation for other spaces. So, again, I tend to agree with that. I'll get into the details later. Now, included also in the $13.68 million is, uh, let's see, the West Kerr County Annex. They want uh, $4.1 million for a new West Kerr County Annex office building. There's also a uh, $4.2 million request for a 20,000-square-foot storage facility brand new talk more about that later and then that, all of that is in prop a then in proposition b it's improvements to the ag barn at the youth event center and they want 8.1 million dollars for that and again I'll, I'll get into some greater details uh, the last one is prop c which is for 5.75 million dollars which is basically a new animal control shelter and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But, but let's, let's start in on the uh, Prop A because that's the big one. And unfortunately, even though I agree and support a few of the things they've got in there, 
if you vote for Prop A, you're going to get them all. We, we can't be selective in this. Oh, that's un- Once that they is, get that's approved, un- that's they're going to go forward with everything. Okay? Oh, that, so, that, that was not clear to me. Oh, I, yes. I, I, and I and we, that's why I'm recommending yeah. to everyone, certainly all the Kirk County voters, to vote them all down. Okay. And I'll take office in January, and we'll find solutions to this stuff and, and get the critical items funded. But again, that's only about $8.5 million out of the $27.5 million. Okay, so let's just talk about Proposition A a little bit. The courthouse ground forum modifications will come to basically $1.4 million. And again, I, I agree with this. Moving the tax department to the new 600 Earl Gray property, sorry, Garrett property, um, and it will also expand the IT department. So I'm, I'm okay with that. And then, of course, that new property at 600 Earl Garrett has to be refitted. It was an old church. So they've got budgeted $1.7 million for that. And again, I agree. If you're going to move the tax office, you've got to have a suitable office for them to move to. And, and I think that will be an improvement, and it'll free up a lot of space which we'll talk later about uh, storage. Well, guess what happens when you free up space? You have additional storage. Mm-hmm. And, and I would hope that the uh, tax department takes most of their records, and, and those are some of the most critical records that we have. But again, I'm going to talk in more detail about the storage in, in just a moment. Okay, so that brings us then to the West Kerr County Annex, which is uh, $4.1 million. And uh, no, that's Bond C. No, that this we're still in Prop A. So for the next, oh, okay. th- there are like, gosh, what is it? there are several projects uh, within Prop A. In fact, uh, effectively, there's four projects that are separate capital improvement projects, but they're all included in Proposition A, all included in that thirteen point six million dollars. Okay, so. The next one is for the West Kerr County Annex. They want $4.1 million to construct a new facility on Highway 39. That's a new property that the county purchased, uh, I think, two years ago during COVID. And that's to uh, provide for the tax office, a courtroom, justice of the peace office, constable's office, and a sheriff's substation. All nice to have. So now I went on the tour and looked at the old annex, and sure, it left a lot to be desired. And the rent had been escalating, but it was functional. And even uh, Bill Ragsdale, the uh, JP out there, said he was happy with it. We didn't need a new one. Okay, but they've decided to go ahead with a new one anyway. I guess they weren't happy with the rent. In the meantime, though, a deal was cut between the Ingram ISD and the county. And the county is now leasing the old ISD admin building out there. And it's huge. And we've had to do a few modifications, uh, spend a little bit of money to change some of the flooring. But it's a great facility and uh, plenty big enough for everything they wanted, a lot bigger than what they had. You know, they've got more than one toilet because that was an issue in the old old place. And guess what? There's plenty of storage in there. If we want to move documents into a climate-controlled storage area, there is plenty of stuff there. And hats off to the commissioners and Ingram ISD. It's, it's a great deal. The lease is only $1 for the whole year. Wow. Except that the county has to pay all the utilities. And okay. that, that's not insignificant. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the uh, Ingram ISD is still occupying some of the offices out there. 
in, for example, the gymnasium, which once again, boy, if you need storage mm. and I've been talking to a lot of Ingram voters and they don't want higher taxes. They don't want to fund a $4 million West Kerr annex. They'd rather not have an annex at all than spend $4 million of their tax dollars. So this, this is a great solution. Now the key is we need to extend that lease because it's only good for one year or possibly even look at buying that property instead of building a new one. Because to me, that property is the equivalent of $8 million because we're going to talk about that storage facility and there's plenty of room to store things on that property instead of spending $8 million for a new West Kerr annex and another 4.1 for a dedicated storage facility. So basically we don't need to spend that money. Certainly not now and hopefully not ever. We may need to spend some money at some point possibly to buy it, but I think you're, your taxpayers would prefer to just keep the lease arrangement going. I know Dr. Templeton would like to sell the thing at some point in time, but it's a historic landmark. That, that original building was out there more than 100 years ago. So I would sure hate to see a developer come in and you know, doze the whole site down and, and lose that piece of Texas history. So that's the West Kerr Annex. Again, they've asked for $4.1 million for it. That brings us to the Kerr County storage that I've already talked about. That's a $4.2 million project. The plan is to construct 20,000 square foot of climate-controlled storage on the recently acquired Spur 100 county-owned property behind the Road and Bridge Department. So, um, you know, look, while, while state law requires original hard copy file retention, if you ask me based on what I saw on the tour, real problem is a lack of employee commitment to properly organize, catalog, and store documents while segregating and separating items that don't need secure or climate-controlled storage. And I'm talking about seasonal decorations, surplus furniture and equipment. A lot of that should just be disposed of, mm-hmm. but we sure don't need to have climate-controlled storage for Christmas decorations. Well, what, wouldn't it be cheaper to buy new Christmas decorations? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, you're spot on, Alice. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, you know, again, with the current West Kerr County Annex that I believe is now under operation, that big old uh, Ingram ISD building, we don't need any additional storage. We've got plenty now, especially after we move the tax office to the 600 Earl Garrett property and free up some storage there, too. And, you know, the other problem I have with a dedicated storage facility out there, it, it's supposed to be, you know, just a standalone facility. But you know what happens when it's a remote location. So people don't go there all the time. Every once in a while, somebody's going to go and dump a bunch of documents or who knows what. Old broken chairs. I don't know. But it's out of sight, out of mind. And even then, it may not be properly organized and cataloged. So you know what? And I've had this experience in the private sector. The next thing they're going to want is a staff to manage the storage facility. Of course, of course. I'm telling you, just say no. (laughs) This is $4.2 million we do not need to spend. Okay. And I think that's that's all of the Prop A capital projects. So that brings us to the uh, Proposition B, which is $8.1 million for the indoor arena improvements uh, to the Youth Event Center Ag Barn. Granted, that barn was put out there a long time ago, I think 38 years or so. And unfortunately, it hasn't been maintained real well. So we do need to bring the electrical system up to, up to code. 
and the roof needs some repair. And I, I could even go so far as some ventilation, but here's what they're wanting. They want to add additional accessible restrooms. We've got some beautiful, you know, that happy event center right next door has some wonderful facilities, toilets and so forth. You just have to walk a little ways to get to them. Um, they want to replace that dirt floor with concrete, just like we have in the showroom behind the event center, which is beautiful. And then they want to have classroom space and a teaching kitchen for the 4-H clubs. That, that's a wonderful, nice to have. But not during a recession. And not during this kind of inflationary environment. Now, part of the uh, Capital Improvements Planning Commission's justification is that the Youth Event Center is a key part of the county's emergency management plan. And that's fine. But the reality is that relatively new event center and the show barn right next to it are both more than adequate for this purpose. And in prior emergencies, we've used other churches and other facilities as well for emergency response. So to try to say that we have to have the ag barn with a, with a concrete floor for emergency response is just false. And let's, let's be very clear. If there's a true emergency, you're going to make do with whatever you have. And that ag barn will still be a shelter. So it can be used. Maybe not ideal. So... In, in summary, I agree that we should repair the roof and fix the electrical problems, maybe add ventilation fan, fans out there. I could see spending up to $4 million, but I sure can't see doing the concrete now and putting in all these dedicated uh, classrooms and, and so forth. So it's just too much money. We need to look for alternative funding. Most of that barn was put up by volunteers and through private funding. Maybe we can do that again. Well, as you said, too, we're talking, by the way, with Rich Paces, uh, County Commissioner-elect uh, in Kirk County. And uh, as, as you pointed out earlier, um, well, let me put it this way. If I wanted to build a house, now is not the time I would do it. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at doing some remodeling in my house. Okay. And again, not now. Not the cost, with the cost. I'm, I'm going to wait until uh, we see after the November elections. And, yeah. and please, folks, get out and vote Republican. We've got to turn things around and get this inflation off our backs. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't see spending money in this kind of environment exactly. personally. And I spoke about whether I would invest my money in things. Again, that's where I'm coming from. This is not the right time. Mm -hmm. And inflation won't last forever. It will come right. down. Exactly. Especially. I can't tell you when. <laughs> we, when we get rid of the Democrats. Well, I, you know, I, I lived through a period of high inflation in the, in the 80s. Yep. And that's when I bought, uh, bought my first house. But that's when I had assumable mortgages. So I could <laughs> yes. grab a low interest rate mortgage. But. Yeah, in you know, interest rates were about 18% at that point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but that's they came. when I bought my first house, okay. too. But, but again, I had a low interest deal because I was didn't make much money back then. <laughs> my, mine was 6.75% uh, oh, interest when the wow. average interest rate wow. was 17. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, And mine. it was assumable. So trust yeah. me, I sold that house when I was reassigned. I sold the house in like two days. I'll bet. I'll <laughs> bet that was something to have. They but jumped all over it. Anyway. The, point, the point is inflation came down. Absolutely. And it can, can it can come down if we have, you know, people who have a brain running the government. Yep. Which we don't have right now, do we? Well, no, unfortunately, no, we don't. No, we don't. And I I just heard yesterday that uh, Joe Biden, uh, our illustrious president, is um, threatening OPEC um, that if they don't support him during the midterms, that he will retaliate against them. And by supporting him during the midterms, what that means is uh, taking gas prices down. 
Yeah. So so that people will think that it's, it's that he did it. That he did it. After after he has canceled leases, ref, mm-hmm. uh, refusing uh, you know canceled pipelines. That's why the mm-hmm. you know a large part yeah. why the gas prices are so high. Yeah, and and he says he says uh, he will retaliate if they don't support him. Let me start off with two words: made in America. There's <laughs> Joe Biden. His two words. <laughs> Anyway, back with Rich Paces, County Commissioner-elect for Kirk County, talking about the bond issue that everybody ought to go out and vote on. And uh, he's, he's telling us uh, the good and the bad, mostly bad. Uh, but, uh, Rich, what else okay. you got? Well, let's talk a little bit about Proposition C. And Proposition C is for a brand-new animal control shelter. The plan is to construct the new shelter on the recently acquired property on Spur 100 behind Roden Bridge. And the justification is that kennel space is insufficient for our growing animal population. Employee office space is inadequate. There's not enough climate-controlled storage and not enough storage for traps, cages, department files. Okay. Well, look, I will be the first to acknowledge there are issues out there. I've toured that facility twice, once in February and and here recently when I went with the uh, Capital Planning Improvements uh, Commission. And we do need to address some of the issues, but we don't need a $5.75 million investment to do it. In fact, when I was out there in February, and I kind of just showed up and asked for a tour, and they were gracious enough to give me the tour. Well, the employee that gave me the tour, and I'm not going to mention any names and get her in trouble, but I asked if she thought that we needed a new facility. Her answer, plain and simple, no. So, if an employee is saying, no, we don't need it, then I guess that's my position as well. Now, we do need to do some work out there. So, I I have already given a proposal. In fact, I sent this in to uh, Kerrville Pets Alive because they sent a survey out in that time frame when I was still campaigning hard. And I would suggest, you know, again, the 80% solution for a fraction of the cost. I would suggest relocating the large animal pens and the shelter to the new Spur 100 property. And we're talking about a fence, you know, a water trough, and some kind of a little shelter. Those animals don't need to be, you know, watched over every day. Now, by large animals, you're saying like I'm ho- talking horses, about large animals. horses and Yeah, and, and they rarely have large animals out okay. there. I think there was a goat there the last time I was there. Okay, so that area then could be used for uh, some other modifications, such as expanding the, uh, the parking lot perhaps even adding an extra entry exit point. I do think that we need a new dog kennel. They've got a big steel building uh, for dogs, and uh, let, let's just put another one out there just like it. Those aren't that expensive. And we need to upgrade some of the actual kennels, the steel <coughs> enclosures, uh, and improve that. That's easy. You know, there was discussion about flaking paint chips that the dogs would lick and consume and might be detrimental to their health. Well, maybe so, but didn't anybody ever think about tiling those enclosures to get away from paint? Again, not, not rocket science, very low cost, and, and that's what we need to look for. It's low-cost solutions to this problem. I think, uh, you know, the environmental health group is also officed out there with the animal, animal control folks because all that's under them. Well, they put in a new, let's call it a uh, pre-manufactured office, that I think accommodates four or five of their employees. And it's very nice. Well, let's put another one of those out there because, again, they need more office space for the animal control folks. 
And once that's uh, up and running and you have that new dog kennel, well, let's take everything out of the existing building and do some remodeling and add an extra toilet and have a bigger reception area. And, and some of the other things that they're looking for, you, you'd have that ability to do that. And, uh, of course, hey, let's uh, use volunteer labor as much as possible. I volunteer regularly with Habitat for Humanity, which is a great, a great Christian cause. And it's amazing the work that's done by that kind of a skilled force. Um, and, of course, it keeps the cost way down because mm-hmm. labor is always a big chunk of what you're paying for. Of course for. it is. And I would think, you know, animal lovers would be happy to Well, yeah, and hats off to them, yeah. yeah. And Kerrville Pets Live, they're a great organization. You know, boy, they've, they've saved a lot of animals mm-hmm. from euthanization. Yeah. So, and my hat's off to them. I'm sure they'll continue this, and, and that's fine. But we have to be realistic. Again, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of a recession. Mm-hmm. Inflation at a 40-year high. People are struggling to pay their bills. And they, they want to add taxes to it. I mean, if you have to start making the choice between do you do you eat meat or do you put gasoline in your oh, car to I, get to work? I was in the grocery store the other I mean, day. it's crazy. I, I overheard two women talking in the grocery store. And one of them said, I'm at the point where I have to decide whether to buy food or my husband's medicines. Isn't that sad? Boy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I have heard from some of the representatives promoting these bonds that we need to do it now because it'll be five times cheaper with three and a half times the positive impact than any other option. Well, I'd sure like to hear what other options they actually considered because I'm not seeing it. And again, we've already talked about inflation. It will eventually come down. So, where they get five times cheaper, I think it's going to be quite a bit more expensive than what they're proposing. I'll give them that much, but that's now. That's mm-hmm. if these things go ahead. So, you know, no way. And uh, I, I think well, there are better solutions. Okay. So let, let, let's avoid these kind of commitments. I'm a little confused uh, yeah. about, did, did, did you make the statement that if, if, if A passes but B and C don't, then B and C also pass? Or I'm confused. Okay, yeah, let me clear that up. E- each of these are separate propositions. So we may find that C passes and A and B do not, or vice versa, mm-hmm. in any other order. Mm-hmm. I guess what I was saying that is if they pass, for example, A, then you're going to get all four of those projects. You're going to get that $4 million West Kerr Annex. You're going to get the $4 million storage facility. And the other things, including with the tax they're office all under So they're all under A. Okay. And, of course, if you approve B, you're going to spend $8 million, at least, on the ag barn improvements. You, you, you can't do just the roof and the electrical right. issues. That's, yeah. that's my point. And, all and, and again, with the animal control, if, if you approve C, you're going to spend that $5.75 million instead of maybe a $1 million investment mm-hmm. to address the 80% solution so wouldn't it make more sense uh for the uh, county commission to break these up and have uh, uh, allow us to vote on these individual things you're talking about rather than lumping them all together saying well i like this part of it but i hate this part of it so do i vote yes or no because it's all in one well i i don't disagree with that but i also think that we can find other ways to fund things i mean you know bonds are not the only way to fund things We, we we did these advanced tax notes to buy the properties at Earl Garrett and Spur 100 and uh, the one that's out on uh, Highway 39 where they want to build the annex. 
So all that was done, I think, two years ago. Um, we didn't need to raise bonds for that. Hmm. Okay. So th- there are other ways to raise capital. Okay. And I just want to add that my analysis is out there on my website, richpaces.com. It's under a blog. And even former commissioner Tom Mosher has reviewed the analysis. And there's a comment. You can see it there. He's agreed with it. So... There you have it. Okay. And so have a lot of other people, by the way. Well, uh, final question I have, I don't know if Allison has, but um, when and where do we vote on this? Okay. Well, I think the mail-in ballots, if you've requested one, they may already be out. You may already have it in hand. Um, early voting starts on October 24th and runs through November 4th. And then the final day of voting is November 8th. As far as where early voting is at the uh, Youth Event Center, uh, it, I believe it's also at the Wesker Annex, uh, which, which is now the old ISD admin building. And then, of course, uh, on Election Day, you'll have to check the website to see where your specific precinct votes because okay. that's a bunch of different places. Okay. And you, I understand you have a website that breaks down the bond issues if people want more information. Where do they go for that? I do. Again, that's richpaces.com. And then uh, go under the blogs, and you'll see two blogs that are specifically related to bond propositions. Again, richpaces.com. There is also a website that We the People, Liberty in Action, a conservative political action group has put together. And it's uh, knowonabc.com, N-O-O-N-A-B-C.com. Okay, and I understand More information also, available. I understand uh, this Monday uh, you're going to, to have a public meeting about the bond issue. Well, there will be a meeting in uh, Centerpoint. It's the Centerpoint uh, Lions Club. So I'll be talking down there at 6 p.m. if you want to come out and ask any questions. Okay. Centerpoint Lions Club, 6 p.m. Monday this Monday right. night. And I believe that's in the Centerpoint School Admin Building. Okay. Real good. Well, thank you very much. Absolutely. Hey, that's thanks been, for having me on. My pleasure. We, Rich Paces. We appreciate it. County Commissioner-elect for Kirk County on the bond issue. Very important that you vote on it. Well, we're going to take a very short break. And, and uh, Again, I, my recommendation is... Vote against all three. Vote no on all three bond (laughs) issues, A, B, and C, is what uh, Rich Pace recommends. And vote Republican for everybody else. (laughs) There there you go. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, uh, I've got some good news about unisex bathrooms. Okay. And also, this is National Fire Prevention Week coming up. Grab some information on that. Lessons that you can't forget are the only. 